What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia podcast. Happy week eight, which for most of you is the halfway mark of your seasons, unless you've got some of those devil commissioners that love those uh, week 18 championships. Uh, we got a great show for you today, Thursday night, October 28th, possibly Friday or Saturday by the time you're listening to this. We're going to dive into our latest buys and sells. We're going to go over our halfway MVPs. Uh, we're going to go over some guess who games. I got a, a few players to talk through with Keenan and Eric, uh, and we got a lot more going on. So speaking of you both, how are you guys? What's going on? Say hello to everybody. You're on mute still, Keenan. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah, I was on mute oh, too. I was on mute. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Uh, we'll was, get this right one day. I was saying that uh, I felt like I was at bottom was up back in the back in the day. Uh, um, you know, back in those clubbing days that we used to go to, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I caught you off guard there with a mute. We finally got the uh, the thirty second thing here right though, uh, so that. That was why uh, it kind of automatically mutes your mics. So I don't know if we uh, we figured that out just yet. So maybe the third time is always a charm. So next week, if you're catching us live, we'll see if that uh, if that goes well. So Eric, how are you tonight, buddy? I'm doing good, doing good. You know, I'm uh, trying to uh, get some wins in a few leagues this year. So trying to make some moves. But um, you know, other than that, I'm. That's, I'm rocking and rolling. That's weird. You're trying to make some moves. I still haven't gotten a text from you all all this season to make a trade. You will tonight, sir. All right. Let's make it happen tonight. Hey, no, wait. Didn't we trade? I thought we made a trade. Nah, I don't Maybe think before so. the season. Right. I did make a trade yesterday in Dynasty. Usually you don't see a Dynasty trades in around this time of year. But your boy, uh, Sam Darnold, isn't cutting, cutting it anymore, so I had to trade for a quarterback midseason. Is it a uh... – one quarterback league? One quarterback league. I got Stafford and I got Allen Robinson. I gave up uh, um, Higgins and a, uh, the rookie running back in, in Detroit. Um, Jefferson, I think his name is, right? Yeah. No, oh, um, yeah. Stafford. Hey, watch out. Dar- Darnold's thrown for 303 this week, all right? And three? And three. I, I don't know how much longer the Darnold truthers uh, – can keep. I mean, I, I was one of them, Eric. We're one of them. I know we were talking a lot about the Panthers this offseason. I'm a DJ Moore lover. Um, but damn, that was tough to watch. Uh, so we're going to talk about some news and some injuries real quick just to get the show started. Uh, the Saints, only real news I got, guys, is the Saints uh, traded for Mark Ingram, bringing him back down to New Orleans uh, as he went a little bit uh, east going from Houston. Uh, you know, he actually has the 11th most carries in the league for running backs which I uh, found kind of interesting. So now that he's going to be able to go over to New Orleans into a system he knows, um, what do you think that means for Elvin Kamara, Eric? I don't think too much. Probably more of just, you know, more of just a backup role. Maybe he'll do a little bit of what Latavius Murray did. But overall, I I think Kamara is going to be the primary uh, ball carrier there. I'll be keen. And nothing changes. I know Alvin Kamara t- tweeted today that he was excited to, to get um, Mark Ingram back in the New Orleans uh, jersey, but um, I don't think anything changes. I uh, I can't see Ingram taking many carries away from from one of the better best running backs in the league. Well, that's what I actually was going to ask you because he's already got four four uh, games this season with twenty plus carries. And... Well, he he was the best running back on his team. Now he's not. No, correct. Well, he's – oh, who? Kamara? Ingram. 
Ingram was the no, best. He's saying oh, Kamara, no, he, Kamara. Kamara. He's got. Oh, he's got I'm four, sorry. sorry, sorry. He's got four yeah. games this season already with twenty plus carries. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll have to do a quick check, but I would probably assume that's got to be near his career total um, prior to coming into this season. So I just wonder if you know we were worried about the catches coming in for Kamara, if that might inhibit the catches and the rushes for him. So I'm intrigued to see how that goes. Um, all right. So uh, quick on the Mark Ingram news. Thank you there. Uh, gentlemen, a couple injuries. Well, just news on that. Chubb sounds like he's going to be playing. Uh, Austin Eckler popped up with a possible hip injury, so he's going to be questionable. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, Barkley, Galladay, and Tony for the Giants on their Monday night game are all questionable. Uh, Barkley, we know coming back from that ankle injury, they had that long uh, 10-day rest from the Thursday night game. Uh, quick question, Keenan, Barkley. If you have Barkley, which I do in a few leagues, uh, I unfortunately played Chase Edmonds as we're watching the Thursday night game. Um, so I'm gambling. I didn't take that gamble that Barkley might might suit up. Uh, what do you think enough for Sunday? Because you might not know as for the 1 p.m. games if he's even going to be playing. You can't take that gamble. I mean, I would have started Chase too. Um, I, I, in my one league where I got Barkley, I, I got I got his backup. Chase so. Edmonds, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but um, the one league where I got Barkley, I got his backup, so – I'm starting one or the other. So Barkley says he's playing and Barkley's in. And if he's not, if he's not going to play Booker's in, but um, I don't think you could wait till Sunday night to find out if Barkley's playing. Cause you might be out of a running back. If, uh, what if you're, what if you're four and three or five and two, are you taking more of a, of a gamble with him? No, no, well, because they'll probably easy, ease him in too. Yeah, I personally can't imagine that he's going to come back and have a full workload with the yeah. way Booker was playing um, as well, and especially if Galladay and Tony do come back, more weapons for them. So I know it's a Monday night. I know they're playing Seattle. Or I'm sorry, I know it's um, they're not playing Seattle. But um, it's going to be a tough game for them. So There they are. Oh, they are playing Seattle. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I'm not crazy. Uh, anyways, uh, Grok's practicing. Miles Sanders did not practice. Thankfully, he's only got a sprained ankle. Uh, Zach Wilson, unfortunately, is out two to four weeks with the PCL, but maybe that is fortunate for no. any type of knee injury. They're playing the Chiefs. Thank you. That's why. Tough game. That's why I knew they're there at home. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Brown, uh, seen using crutches, so he's probably going to be out for the foreseeable future when uh, they ask Brazilians. He said possibly the ten, the week 10 bye, but he doesn't even know about that. So, unfortunately, it looks like it might be the uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin show. So get your get your Chris Godwin this week uh, if you can buy on him possibly a little bit cheap. Um, I know he had a great game last week, but you know overall in the season maybe you can uh, throw a little shade on him. For uh, everybody talking about that uh, Tom Brady six hundred yard football or six hundred yard pass, geez, six hundred passing touchdown. We're talking today, guys. Um, I want to talk to you guys about that one quick because I know we had a little bit of a chat. Um, before this, on well, back on, on Monday, what you guys would have done if you got the football. Everybody knows by now that, you know, guy gave the football back and he's gotten a lot of uh, publicity uh, since then. But, Eric, if you had received that football, what would you have done in that situation? Um, I don't, I don't know. It's so hard to really decide. But in my head, I would know – in my head, I would know that football is worth more than whatever they plan to get me. I mean, obviously – I heard Tom Brady wants to give him like a Bitcoin. Um, he didn't know at the time, though, yeah, what that ball was. He didn't the guy know. that got it. Oh, he didn't know it was the 600th? He, he didn't know it was, no. 
But even yeah, if I mean, he, guess but he, told, he was know. told even if he knew, he still would have done what he did. He yeah. still would have given it back. Yeah. If I didn't know, I mean, yeah, I probably would have. Even if, if you knew, if they all. said, "Hey, I'm going to give you a signed jersey or something," yeah, I probably would have given it back. But yeah, at the time, you're like, "Oh, signed jersey, cool." You know what I mean? Like, I think I think all any of us, anyone really would have gave it back. Um, it reminds I me. I knew of, it was the six hundredth though, and I got that. No, I would have been running out of there and throwing it on eBay or something. <laughs> no, I, I I don't think you would have. Um, but it reminds me of Derek Jeter's home run. Um, the was it the hits a hit record? And he and he hit a home run, and and like and the one get, a gentleman caught it, and he gave it to Jeter. I, I forgot what Jeter ended up giving him, but um, I feel like these situations have happened in the past, and I feel like every time um, the player gets the ball back or whatever, whatever. I'm gonna be honest though, I'm very surprised that Brady wasn't like, "Hey, whomever gets the next touchdown, that is my six hundred. You know, well, he you, knew. Well, did you hear Mike Evans? Mike Evans said, "Yeah, I had no." <laughs> He goes, I had That's no funny. idea. That, yeah, he's that like, oh, yo, I gave the guy that ball. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was so funny. Tom Brady said it's the last time he'll ever throw him a touchdown pass. <laughs> but well, I, uh, I thought the gentleman did pretty good for himself. Two signs. Yeah, By- Byron Kennedy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, he wound up getting, like I said, a lot of publicity. Yeah. But it, it seems, per the ESPN broadcast, he wound up two. getting two signed Brady jerseys, a yeah. signed Brady helmet, signed Evans jersey, a signed Evans game cleats, a $1,000 credit to the team store, and two season tickets for the next two years plus a Bitcoin. So yeah, I thought, I mean, I, that's that's good value there. That's good value, and everybody just keeps still telling him he's he he's getting and he's getting a lot of shade for it. But good for I, him. I mean, the two and, jerseys uh, in the in the in the signed football from Brady alone is going to add up. Once he's a hall, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's going to get there, man. And yeah. and you know, and I was uh, watching my NFL Network, and they said, you know, every football after this one is going to be a record. Yeah. So like every football after this one's probably still gonna get every you know how many are they gonna throw in the in the the crowd now <laughs> or not? They, they might not. They might. Um, I don't know. A quick aside: I I used to work for an NFL team and I, I used to work in the customer service department and they uh, I had someone call me one day and he said, "Hey, I I gave a football back after the game and I want that ball back." And I said, uh, "Well, there's there's really nothing I could do for you if you gave the football back." And he goes, "Well, yeah, but the employee asked for it." And I said, "Yes, but we wouldn't have like we can't arrest you if you tell us no. It's your football, yeah, you know." So like the guy just it wound up being a few day ordeal um, where he just well, was harassing me because he wanted a, that football back, and they wound up giving a, him a was it just it a was, random football or it was one he got it at the game like they, yeah, they like, kicked it was a field goal or something yeah, yeah. he caught it in the in the in there and they wound up giving you a ball and they wound up so swapping out for practice balls essentially what they always do yeah um but he was not happy with that so i just uh in the future guys if you catch a football don't give it back no matter what they tell you you don't have to if you want to keep it you can keep it <laughs> uh, all right uh one more thing i want to discuss before we talk about um I guess who game I want to get into the game quick just to start it off a little light, but I did post a poll the other day. Uh, Christian McCaffrey still on IR, still injured, still has only played a couple games. Uh, but I posted a poll that if you drafted CMC, uh, what is your current place in your league standings? Now there was 143 responses and I was really surprised that the number one answer is uh, spot one through three. So if you drafted CMC, 29% of the people said that they are in the top three of their position. Uh, we had 28% that said they were between four and six, 27% between seven and nine, and 16% 10 plus. So only 16% of people, the lowest vote was fourth, 
was essentially near the bottom of the standings, guys. What do you have to say about that? We we were talking beforehand about the waiver wire not seeming like it has a lot of talent uh, this year. So how are are people drafting well? Are they hitting on the late players? What's going on? I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked that there's 29 percent at one one of three um, because when we were doing our drafts, the turn the turn at uh, at, at uh, two and three was the talent level there was amazing. Um, I was kind of jealous that that I wasn't in the top of the draft um, in in the, in the top of the draft order. Um, so I'm not shocked to see it to see that the twenty that twenty nine percent was from first to third. Yeah, I was gonna say all the teams that I was in the top three. I mean, regardless of whether I had McCaffrey, Delvin Cook, or Henry, um, I still really like my team outside of them. Um, because I felt just where the draft position was, like Keenan said, even past the two three turn, I just liked where the talent fell yeah. uh, at those positions. So I think it is just a part of it is people had good drafts and they're able to make it work. And probably some of them got Chuba Hubbard, um, who's yeah. been decent. Um, There's been a couple of running and backs just making it work. There. Even if you didn't get. Uh... Hubbard, I there's a couple running backs after injuries that you could have grabbed to kind of fill that CMC void or any running back void, really. Um, but the, the thing is, it's kind of could is there is the talent level in the first three rounds that much better than I guess I'm trying to say, like, if you're dra- if you, in the is the top 20 players are they that much better than the next 20 players? Does that make sense? Like with performance so far, just like just talent wise or performance, I guess. No, I know what I you mean. mean. It, it makes getting, it makes if sense you're, if you're getting three players in the top twenty, or yeah, top twenty, and then you know the person that's drafting at, at pick ten, they're getting they're getting three players at in the top what thirty is the is the talent level from thirty to four or twenty to thirty that much of a gap? Yeah. But- I don't think now it is as much of a gap as it was in the past because there was a there's been a lot of talent coming into the league, especially with the draft class last year, even um, and this year too. I mean, Jamar Chase, what he's Antonio, you said he's a third wide receiver right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just crazy the amount of talent coming into the league. Um, I mean, I still think those top you know five or six running backs are still you know you, you still need to get one of them. You know. In my opinion, but yeah, like I said, I I'm not as worried. Like I used to not like the first spot, just because I even though you got it every the freaking year. Yeah, no, <laughs> I tried three years in a row one league. I couldn't yeah. even trade it. Yeah, but even though I didn't like that, um, now I actually do because all of the talent that's falling to me. Yeah, there. so I, definitely, I agree. Well, and you have to remember too, and that's that's the. It's such an interesting perspective to hear you guys say all the talent because remember we were talking a few weeks ago where the elite wide receivers weren't really doing so hot, like uh, DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown, um, the likes of those players are on that Ben, Terry McLaurin, so like uh, Amari Cooper. So they were struggling um, in the beginning, and they all, yeah, they all they all woke up in the last couple weeks. And, you know, if you were struggling in the first couple weeks with wins and you had McCaffrey, you, you probably did, like you said um, – Rip off a couple wins. I know me personally. Um, I got, can I, 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 I'm ha- uh, oops, sorry, no, you can't. Oh. Yeah, you go. Oh, but I was. <laughs> I'm gonna read off a couple of my players. This is a team I got. I was in. I got um, pick pick two. 
And outside of Delvin Cook, this is my team. And I didn't make any trades yet. DK Metcalf, Mike Evans, Antonio Gibson, TJ Hawkinson, Jamar Chase, Mike Williams, Miles Sanders. I mean, that those are the kind of guys that were around those two, three, Jamar four, Chase, five Mike players. Williams, all deep, yeah, exactly. deeper players. Yeah. Um, and so you got on those, it helps. So yeah, like I'm saying, like I, I, I just, I don't know, it's just this year, but the way it was falling, I do like those spots. Side note: This game has been really sloppy to start. The Thursday night game. Yeah, five minutes in. Seems like it's uh, been forever. Uh, well, we did have uh, tight ends waking up last week on National Tight End Day. Uh, I don't know if they were all kind of you know told this ahead of time and they all just decided a big league league wide that we're just going to get all those tight ends uh, involved. But I believe it was eleven tight ends that scored uh, a touchdown. Yeah, I think it was eleven. So uh, there was a good amount of them. And did you, um, did you go back? And look at fantasy history. See if that's the most in uh, in fantasy history. Uh, no, I did not. I don't think it would have been, but I, I know think- that there was. Uh, there was. It would be up there. Maybe I'll have to look on that just to take a look or just to check it out. But you know, we had the emergence of uh, CJ Uzama having a couple touchdowns. Mike Isiki continuing to do well. Uh, Zach Ertz uh, did well with his touchdown in Arizona. Kyle Pitts woke up everybody. Kyle Pitts. Can't wait to talk about uh, that in a few minutes. Still not getting those record um, numbers that you were talking about. Hunter Henry has four touchdown, four games in a row now with a touchdown. So what do you guys think about these tight ends? We're not getting some more established. It was like, oh, after the top three or four, it's nobody. Now we're getting some consistency from some players like Hawkinson, Gasicki, Pitts is coming up there, uh, Goddard, Ertz. Uh, what are you guys thinking about all this? Are we starting to get uh, more of a deeper class of tight end this season? Yeah, I think so, and I think again, a lot of that is a lot of the talent that's been coming into the years the past couple, uh, coming into the league the past couple of years. You know, Mark Andrews, I believe, is still twenty five years old. T.J. Hawkinson, um, what Austin Knox, Jasicki, and um, wow, his name is slipping my mind. Um, no fan. Sure, yeah. and um, but just what they're doing. I mean, it. Oh, oh, uh, Cowboys. Oh my God. I had Dalton Schultz. Don't show Blake Jarwin's even good. They should trade him. But yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah, it's, it's, the talent is just it's coming. And oh man. Oh, All man. right, Keenan. I think you might be ahead, so settle down. Oh um, man, who is that? And not only that, I mean, you see, you all. I think all these teams now also are seeing what everyone's doing with Kelsey Kittle Waller, and I think they want. That. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins killing it. It's a flag. Yeah, um, I agree with you, Eric. I think they do want that. Um, I think that there is definitely a big, uh, a bigger emergence coming for the tight end. So um, if you have a couple, if you did go with two tight ends, it's always nice to try and trade one for a piece. What? Where are you ranking Kyle Pitts moving forward the rest of the season as a tight end? Top five. Yeah, I'd say top five also. I mean – that's Too providing familiar. that's providing Kittle comes back. Um, right but are you considering that? Because he's two for me. They already said he's coming back next week. Yeah. Okay. Two. Um, um, I don't no, think I, he's right behind Kelsey. Uh, Mark no, that's Andrews still too high still for me. There. To me, to me, it's to me, it's Mark Andrews or I guess Kelsey Andrews, Kittle, and maybe Pitts at four. So rest of season from here on out, you would still take. Those three ahead of Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts had his bye week already. 
Yeah, Kittle's coming back from injury. Okay. Um, it might be the wrong decision, but yeah, I, I, I would. I respect it. Um, let's talk about a new segment here. You were mentioning uh, something about Kyle Pitts and his record, right? Well, I'm going to call this uh, little segment Pacemaker. And you know what that is? We're going to talk about the four records right now uh, that are currently standing. That's the passing, rushing, receiving um, for wide receiver and tight end record. Okay? So that's the four. Uh, Tom Brady so far, guys, he's not on pace to beat Peyton Manning's record of 5,477 yards, but he's on pace to lead the league with 5,200 yards. So we don't really need to talk about Tom Brady except for the fact that he's amazingly going to possibly lead the league in touchdowns and yards at 45. Anyways, we have uh, – yeah, never. Can you just can you tell just you 50. Uh, Derek Henry. Yep. Derek Henry, buddy. He is on pace for 2,459 rush yards right now. Why are we talking about this? First off, I want to start this because I know everybody listening is probably like 17-game season. No, 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 no. I put this together because I also did a 16-game season, and I put what the record was. Just to show you how insanely dominant they're being, 2,459 yards he's on pace for, which is 145 yards a game, Derrick Henry. On a 16-game pace, that's 2,320 yards. The record is 2,105. So he's going to smash the all-time record by 215 yards if it was a 16-game pace. Derrick Henry is just – he's he's special. He is insane. We talked about last week what you would offer for him. You know, go back and listen there. But, you know, if you can get him, you should get him. Um, Cooper Cup, number one receiver, guys. Uh, Cooper Cup's killing it on pace for 2,289 yards on a 17-game pace. That's 135 yards a game. He is doing amazing things right now. Uh, 2,160 yards on a 16-game pace. Record, Kelvin Johnson, 1,964. He's He's beating him by almost 200 yards as well. Guys, what's up, baby? Yeah, what's up, Cooper? Kyle Pitts, Keenan. There we go. You want to talk Let's... about Kyle Pitts? There we go. One thousand three hundred and thirty-two yards. Kyle Pitts is on pace for right now. Yeah. The record is one thousand seventy-six by Mike Ditka. The sixteen-game pace, one thousand two hundred fifty-three. Listen, we never. St- you were talking about freaking wide receiver numbers being broken by Kyle Pitts. Um. He 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 has the chance to do that, Keenan. I think that's I really truly think he does. Like he he's only lined up twenty five percent of his snaps in the slot or in the tight end position, so they're not even playing him like a tight end. And the other thing too is they've shown coming off the bye. Well, we're going to see, but prior to that, uh, Kyle Pitts had that great week, right? And what that what that showed was they were throwing the ball downfield. He was averaging almost twenty five yards a catch. They weren't doing that at all the first four games. Matt Ryan's been throwing the ball more. Well, he's been throwing it a lot, but he's been throwing the ball down downfield more, and that's what they need. So, just I just want to talk about these records because people have been saying the whole year that these records are going to be broken, or ultimately will, because we're moving to seventeen game seasons. But <laughs> they would have been broken regardless. It looks like, or at least on pace to be broken. You know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll I, see Henry's, we'll gonna, see. Henry's definitely going to break it. I think if he uh, stays healthy. I I think. I think Henry and Cup. Um, well, I think Pitts is a given. Pitts is breaking that record. I don't. I find that really tough. Like he's had like 330 yards in the last two games, um, something on those two lines. So I mean, I think Chase he has Evans more yards than like, like other 15, like 15 other ones. Chase, Chase Evans. Evans. God damn it. Um. All right. 
We talked about that. So we've, we've been discussing, obviously, we're halfway through the season. Again, if you are not halfway through the season, leave that league. You need to figure that one out, man. Um, so the fantasy MVP, halfway halfway MVP. I want to. I know I said I want to do guess who, but I want to go over the halfway MVP right now. Um, we've had some amazing players. We've talked about some of them. We've talked about a lot of them throughout the whole season. Um, but, Eric, who so far in this seven seven games is your halfway, half VP? Uh, we were just talking about him. I went with the easy route, but we have to talk about him, and that's Cooper Cup. I mean, I don't even remember what he was being drafted at, but I would I believe it had to have been maybe around 20, maybe low-end wide receiver two he was being drafted as. And now we're no, talking low, about Way lower. Low, see, exactly. I'll, I'll now, look it up. Yeah. And now we're talking about him smashing Johnson's record. Um, I mean, I, I knew that with Matt Stafford coming in town, it was going to be a lot better. Um, I did not see this coming, did not see it would be this good. Like last year, Cooper Cup was my buy um, at wide receiver 19 last year, last offseason. So, I mean, I, I'm loving it. I have him on a ton of dynasty teams. Um, I bought him up all last year. Um, I guess I just had to wait a year. Um, but I, I don't know. This is amazing. I love it. He had 200 points last year. It was right around 200 points in PPR leagues. And he has 190 right now. And that's only through seven weeks. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, there's, there's a reason we were going over those records. That's for sure. Where did you say you thought he was being drafted? I'm sorry. I thought he was around 20-ish, maybe 24. 20 to 24 for the wide receivers or overall wide receivers Cooper Cup. Uh yeah you're right yeah he's 44th um about 45th overall but 18th for yeah wide receivers and you're right you were pounding the table for him last year we all were for the Rams but you know this year I was you know pounding the table for him to be top 10 no you're right did not I did not see this either um is Stafford so that it's, better than Goff? is that what's is that what's Making Cup's numbers jump. It's high, it's or? Stafford. Stafford's better than Goff, and Stafford loves the type of player Cooper Cup is. Like well, that's yeah. what we were talking about. Um, I don't remember what episode, but it was you know in August when I was talking about the the comparable stats between Goff and Stafford. A lot of them were similar. Like you could see why McVay wanted Stafford because the the best of Goff was the average of Stafford. And that's now you're bringing you're bringing the average um, average Stafford who's now playing at elite level, um, and you give him the tools and the schemes to do that, and you give him Cooper Cup who's amazing. He's large and he goes in the slot, and that's where Golden Tate did amazing things, um, you know, with Stafford. And that's unfortunately why I think Robert Woods has taken a big blow. Um, but go yeah, I think it was a big reason. He did, he did. Nothing like the I think wide receiver thirteen he was last year, but. Um, but, but he's there. All right. Uh, Keenan, how about you? Well, I had um, Henry as mine, but I'm going to switch it up here, guys. Uh, Henry, obviously, we all know that he's probably um, going to be he, – he's in the running for league MVP, not just fantasy MVP. But um, I'm going to go with your boy, uh, um, here, Antonio. You want to guess who I'm going with? Kyle Pitts. No. Jalen. Oh. Uh, your boy, uh, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> but Jalen Hurts. Uh, um, All right. I mean, guy is third in in fantasy points for quarterbacks, and I'm I'm shocked. But I mean, he's ahead of Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, um, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, uh, Herbert. Um, the list goes on and on. And 
where were where was Hertz being drafted um, in fantasy leagues? Uh, you, you double digit rounds for sure um, in single quarterback leagues. Um, so to me, I think he, if if fantasy MVP was was a thing and you had to consider draft position, I think Hertz would be the front runner. Yeah, I got him second on fantasy pros. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, you look at his ADP, he was quarterback 13. The scary thing is, yeah, I don't know what what Philly's doing over there um, with their roster and stuff, and now they report that Minshew might get some playing time. I mean, Hurts has played really well. And if you look at – I know I'm I'm one of the people to blame. I always criticize quarterbacks, a.k.a. Lamar. um, I've been defending him all season um, with you. I I mean, I didn't give Hurts that much crap. Uh, I'm – even Kyler Murray, I thought was going was not going to be good. A new rule for me is going to be three year rule before we judge these quarterbacks. Hertz has better numbers than Josh Allen did in his rookie season. Go back and look it up if you don't believe me. Um, maybe Hertz doesn't have the flashy, you know, the plays jumping over linebackers like Allen did or the throws like Allen did, but the guy's numbers they're better than they're better than um, Josh Allen. And if Josh Allen was a project. So is Hurts. So, well, and you made the comment, um, or not the comment, but somebody we were talking about uh, Trevor Lawrence and yeah, how no, Trevor Lawrence yeah, hasn't been playing well. Don't even get me started with that. Well, <laughs> it was it was just you know the fact that that comment was made that you know Trevor Lawrence has played seven games. We can't judge him too much. Blah 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 blah. Jalen Hurts has played eleven. Yeah, like. Come on, like we we can't we have to remember that and that offensive line's been in shambles. His best wide receiver is a rookie. It doesn't matter that he was a Heisman winner. He he still needs to adjust to the NFL. He's not doing bad at it, but uh, that's his best player. They just got rid of Ertz. Miles Sanders isn't getting utilized, and they have a rookie offensive coordinator and head coach calling plays. Like like yeah. you said, Keenan Jalen Hurts is the only reason they even have two wins right now. Yeah. Like they 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 might they should be on six. I don't know. Um, um, I, I'm glad you're throwing some. I'm glad you went with a little uh, 180 there and brought some respect to Jalen Hurts. The for like dynasty owners, and we're like, talking well, fantasy. Do, Let's remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, fantasy. Yeah, if, if if you're a dynasty owner and you, I would be a little concerned with Hurts. I don't know how committed Philly is to him, um, but if you have him in redraft leagues, okay, he's a steal, man. And I'm kind of kicking myself. I'm just looking at these quarterbacks, man. Herbert, what was he at top five rounds? Dak, that's I don't know. That's crazy to me. Yeah, if you waited and, and you hit on someone like Hertz, it was definitely helpful. I always um, wait. I, I always wait, but I always end up with like someone like Daniel Jones. Right. <laughs> so yeah, and that's the thing because the elites were going earlier this year. I mean, yeah. we were what was in our home league. Uh, Alan was going to go in the first round till uh, yeah. he got talked in waiting until the second. Yeah. But. Um, it, yeah, it's 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 interesting because you you almost had a FOMO, and then if you didn't get that, you were still scrambling. But you know Stafford, another good example. He was drafted later. He's killing it. Um, but speaking of killing it, my MVP, my half VP is Jamar Chase. I know we've been talking about a lot of these players, but you can't you can't skip on on these guys here. And you know, going as wide receiver seventy one or overall player of seventy one uh, when when we were you know back in in August for our drafts and. You know, I, I really liked Jamar Chase. I loved his talent. I was pounding the table for him to be wide receiver one. Obviously, I didn't think he was going to have the most yards, you know, between any wide receiver in the history uh, of their first seven weeks. 
but this guy is so talented. He is the closest thing that I've seen since Randy Moss to Randy Moss. Um, and I just think he's just very special. Um, I know that when we, when I was watching the game and, you know, he had that spin move touchdown we've all seen by now. I, I texted you guys right away, as I'm sure so many other people did when they saw that. He, I think he's dynasty wide receiver one. I think he's overall wide, you know, 101. Yeah. And the problem and is I, he's I, so I, touchdown dependent. I don't know if he can be wide receiver one right now. But can you say that when he has six touchdowns in seven games? I don't think he – like he has so many yards too. He's averaging over – He's averaged almost, almost twenty yards a catch. Yeah, a lot of them are bombs, though. That's the thing. Like, if you look, at, if you watch Jefferson play, he's getting you know eight receptions or eight eight to ten receptions a game. And but don't forget Jefferson under, last year. Well, no, I'm, two plus I'm not, seventy yard. I'm not catches. trying to throw shade on on Chase. I'm just trying to. I don't think. He well, I see what you're saying, but that eight yard that was an eight yard catch. That yeah. seventy six yard touchdown was an eight yard catch. So yeah. that was why, like. That's what I think showed a lot of people that he's not just a deep ball threat because he had extra speed to that well, no. elite speed. He just hit the afterburners. It was Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. There, but there's plays where Joe Burrow will just throw it up because he knows chasing yeah. down there. That's 100%. Oh my gosh, you're right. There's there's a couple of them where I'm like, dude, what do you even, who are you, yeah. like, what are you even throwing that for? And all of a sudden you just see the fingertips. But think about it. How long have those guys been playing together? Right. And you know, that's like, why I think people need to respect that more. Yeah. Like, two on Waddle. Waddle has a lot of targets. I get it. He doesn't have a lot of yards, but he is getting a lot of targets at connections there. Yeah. Demonta Smith's not, not playing poorly, as we talked about. Um, he's acclimating, but he's him and Hurts. They continue. Um, all right. Oh, so boy. Uh, oh, boy. let's talk about <laughs> Keenan. You quit oh, with your old boys. Um, <laughs> well, let's just play a little guess who game, guys. All right. You want to talk about our duds first? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We could talk about our duds. Who, who do you got for uh, who do you got for your halfway halfway dud? I got here. Calvin Ridley, another one of your boys. I he just hasn't listen. He he was only a first round, second round uh, pick. He just hasn't produced in that offense yet. Uh, finally, Kyle Pitts has woke up with in that Atlanta offense. But um, I mean, for crying out loud, Tower Boyd, um, Von Jefferson, Cole Beasley. He's in that in that range of fantasy players right now in wide receivers. Uh, Tim Patrick has more points than him. Uh, Corey Davis, who has one of the worst, who has one of the worst rookie. Well, I don't want to offend him, but uh, he his the rookie quarterback hasn't played well. He just hasn't played to our expectations of him being a wide receiver one. I know he had that one game. What was it? The personal reason he was out. Yeah. But I mean, he. He's had. I think again. Um, he's had and, one game, one game where he's had more than fifteen fantasy points. Yeah, and and I'll talk. You know, he's my buy that we'll discuss later. But it's because, like I said, with Pitts, he missed the one game, and then they had a bye week, and and even the game prior, they were throwing the ball out, and he had the targets, but they're starting to work the ball downfield more, and that's why I think that elite talent can't be it can't be held down and contained the whole season. I don't think I don't think it will be. I think eventually defenses are are going to shift over to the to Pitts. And Ridley's going to get a little bit more one on one. Yeah. Eric, how about you? Kind of going the same avenue here, but I got AJ Brown, um, another one drafted in the second, third round. Um, just not performing up to par. Uh, I know he, he got he got hurt for a game, um, but I mean, outside of that, he just has not been. Oh man, he has not been performing. I mean, last week he finally woke up and had a good game, but I mean, I think it's also a mixture of what Derrick Henry's doing. Um, 
the offense just hasn't needed him to have those big games. Um, but yeah, it's just not what you expected. Uh, I've got Allen Robinson. Um, it's one game above 10 points in PPR this season. And it's been super depressing. There was so much hype around him possibly having the best quarterback he's ever had, even with Dalton or whether it was going to be with Fields. Uh, none of that's coming to fruition. And, you know, Darnell Mooney is showing that he's better talent. Uh, I feel bad for Allen Robinson, but, you know, you invested a second, third round pick on the guy. And I really don't think he's going to get together, get it together all this season. And you can't sell him. I mean, who's buying him and where are you going to get I bought him? In a dynasty, if you want to I go think, for him, well, well, you said what? That was reject, right? I, I think. No, no, that I was think, dynasty. I think if you're not, if you're not trying to buy him, that he's one. Of, he's my buy. So just if you're not trying to buy him, I think you're do, you're playing fantasy wrong. He is going to be at a very very low price, and I think you have to take that shot. If you could trade, I don't know, let's say Jacoby Myers or something like that, or 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 Claypool. Um, for the wide receiver in Pittsburgh, I think you have to take that chance because Allen Robinson, when he has a good um, quarterback, he's a top twenty wide receiver. And next year, when he goes to a different team, like like the New England Patriots, or I'm trying to think of another, maybe even maybe even Green Bay or wherever Rogers goes, um, I think I think fantasy owners will be a lot a lot happier once once there's a better uh, quarterback thrown on the ball. Now, but that's dynasty redraft wise. What what are you doing with him? I mean, can you do anything? Can you still no, try I'm, to trade I'm, him? I mean, would you? I'm, I'm saying you're buying him in in redraft. So would you rather have Michael Carter or Allen Robinson rest of season? I I mean, running backs are tough, tough to move, really tough to what move. A, okay, what about Allen Robinson or Antonio Brown? What they're well, Robinson Brown's on? Brown's out for a couple weeks. Well, but so if you could trade Antonio Brown, you could probably get Robinson plus, possibly. Plus, but plus, but yeah. Robin, but you know Antonio Brown's not, um, you know he possibly out another three weeks. Maybe that's a, yeah, not the the best case. How about um, Amon Ross St. Brown or Allen Robinson the rest of the year? Had his first goose egg last week, but other than that, he had seven targets in the last three games before. I'll take Robinson. I'll take I'll take my chance. Uh, I mean, if I'm buying him, I'll, I'll take Robinson over him. What about Robert Woods? Uh, you got to go with Woods. He's got that. He's got a better quarterback, better offense. Uh, AJ Green. And I'm looking at like I was going to say Sanders, but Daniel I think Sanders. I'd ra- okay. I think I'd rather I think I'd rather have Sanders over over <clears throat> over uh, Robinson. But I'm, I still I think you if you can buy low on Robinson because I mean Eric I think you mentioned it that he's he's done this in the past where he struggles to start the year and then ha- blows up in the second half of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, hopefully that'll be the case with them. Uh, all you, right guys, would yeah. you trade would you trade like Higgins for 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 Robinson right now? Mm, I'd rather have Robin or I'd rather have Higgins. Yeah, I'm not I'm not very high. I'm not very high on like I said, Robinson's got one game over ten points since like ten point five. Yeah, um, it's just tough. It, I'm not with, high with, on him either. But if you, like I said, if you like if you're trading, if you're trading like Jacoby Myers for freaking Robinson, I think you're doing it. I know, but the problem with me is like Kula Herbert's getting eighteen and twenty rushes a game, a rookie, yeah. and and Robinson's still not seeing six targets. Like it, oh, it's just scary to me. Like when, when Montgomery comes back, is that going to change? I don't know. Just uh, feels but, like he can't freaking hit a 
the ocean with a beach ball. Let's right Montgomery. Does let's hold on real quick. Does Montgomery have to be worried about his job? No. That's a good question. That's they two, really seem to like Khalil Herbert. Really good games in a row from Herbert. You know, Khalil Herbert was the second running back since week one of 2020 to have 100 yards against Tampa Bay. These coaches don't know what they're doing. You know what they're going to do? They're going to give it. They're going to give it back to him. We just talked about it. Who was it? Antonio, you, you, I think you, you mentioned it in Philly. What the hell are they doing in Philly? Sanders goes, yeah. Sanders is healthy. They give it to, um, oh my goodness, Miles Sanders. Yeah, he, he gets injured yeah. and Kenneth Gainwell gets the ball all the time. And then when Miles Sanders goes out, they give Boston Scott nine touches yeah, and Kenneth Gainwell doesn't even get it. These coaches like, don't know what they're doing. Either I, that I mean, or they're trying to make me mad. I mean, Gainwell was getting the catches, but it just doesn't make sense to me that why are you even giving Gainwell more rushes at times than Miles Sanders? But Boston Scott comes in all of a sudden gets nine. Like, I don't know, frustrating. But all right, guess who? We gotta we gotta move our show along. And uh, I got three players I want to play. Guess who? Who's your so, dog? Oh, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Yeah, this started this whole. <laughs> um, all right, guess who, guys? So there's two clues for each of them. Um, there's three 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 players. So best uh, two out of three. We'll see which one of you guys can come out on top. All right, your first one. Well, the third clue will just – I'll probably give you, like, the team or division or something. Do you have, like, Jeopardy music to play? No, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, for, first clue, I am currently running back 16 despite being drafted in the late uh, late 20s as a running back. Running back 16. And uh, you get – sorry, I probably should say I'll give you each two guesses per round. Go ahead, Eric. We don't wait for another clue. We just guess. Yeah, I'll let you guys guess for each one, actually. All right, running back 16, despite being drafted where again? Uh, Despite being drafted in the late 20s for RB. And it's for PPR scoring. So Chase Edmonds? Good guess, but no. Hunt. Also, good guess, but no. Uh, The second clue. I am second in the league in 100-yard games. Damian Harris. That was a great guess. That's the answer. Yeah. Yeah. He's got three 100 yard games. Damian Harris does. Yeah. First, do you know who that is? Uh, Henry. Yeah. It's Eric Henry. He's got five. Yeah. Five out of his seven games, he's got 100 yards. Who's second? Damian Harris. Oh, Damian Harris. I thought you said. Yeah, he, he has three. No, yeah, he has three 100-yard games. Um, But, yeah, Damian Harris quietly killing it, not averaging the five yards per carry. He was last year before 0.6. Uh, and they gave committed to him, New England, even though he's been fumbling. So good on, on Damian Harris. So uh, buy yourself some Damian Harris, guys. Um, and you'll notice a little trend. Some of these guys are players you should continue to buy if you haven't or if you haven't, feel good about it. Uh, second player, I have scored double-digit points in every game this season when I only did so in 61% of my games before this season. Well, it's, it was double digits in every game. So far, yeah, they, they scored did double digit points in every game this season. It's PPR. Um, despite prior to this season, they only did that in 61% of their career games. So it has to be. Is it a wide receiver or running back? I don't know. Debo Samuel? <laughs> That's the answer. Well, you just ruin everything, don't you? Look at this kid. Went in the game and, and two picks just pulling Listen. out his butt here. All right, next one. Let me, let me, I'm going for the sweep. 
Well, the next clue. Well, no, I don't is, need the clue. I, I need the next I'm, question. Hey, you don't need I'm, the clue now. <laughs> well, yeah, I want to give it, but I am fourth in yards and second in yards after contact, despite playing one less game. That was the other clue for Debo Samuel. So he's, he's only played really six well. games. He's playing very well. I've it's been un- saying every week, sell him, sell him, sell him. And yeah. I mean, the the worry, right, is that Kittle's gone. Ayuk's not playing well, and they might switch to Lance. But I mean, he put, even with Lance, he played well. Exact, but exactly right. And he yeah. he's got over thirty percent target share right now. So that may not con- that can't continue though. But the yards after catch, he's always done it, and he's only two yards behind Cooper Cup. And yards after catch, so I don't know. Yeah. It's I, I think he's someone you guys should you should keep 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 on your team if you're gonna sell him. You got to sell him for a premium. It's unfortunate for Ayuk though. That that really it is. really really bugs me. It really, like it, I, last year, if you watched Ayuk play, I was gonna he was a top five wide receiver, five top ten wide receiver to me, um, talent wise last year. And then this year, they just don't even use him. Had one catch on Monday night. Yeah, I really. Or Sunday night, whenever. I hope we play. find out he's injured or something, but we just keep hearing the coaches throw shade on him, so it, it is disappointing. I heard, I heard he uh, kicked uh, Shanahan's puppy or something. So. Oh god. <laughs> uh, all right, third, third player. Come on, Eric. What are you doing here? Pick your game up. I don't even got time to answer here. I know this guy. Uh, I am tied for third in the league at my position for touchdowns. And I'll give you a clue. It's tight end. Right end. Good guess, but no. Tommy Tremble. That's really coming out of left field. I like that, but no, that is not. I had, I had to shoot for a guess. I don't know. Tied for third in touchdowns. He's got a few touchdowns. I don't know what tight ends get. Uh, clue two. I am a tight end one, despite being the second tight end option for my teams. I got I got a couple guesses here. It's Wait, either... they're currently the tight end one. I am a tight end one, a despite end being one. the second tight end option for my teams. Despite being the second tight end option, is it Schultz? Um, it's not Schultz. Not Schultz. Is that um oh. Which one would be considered Hunter Henry? Nope. I'm going to give you another clue just because I threw a little clue in that second one. You guys didn't catch it either. Of you. It, re- repeat that last one. I'll, I'll repeat it after. Uh, the third clue, I play in the NFC West. The fuck is – oh, excuse me. Um. It's a trick question. Zach Ertz. Hey, there he goes. The trick question of Zach Ertz because I said I am a tight end one despite being the second tight end option for my teams. Multiple. I didn't see that. He was the second for the Eagles. And Max William was the first option for Arizona, but he got injured, so they traded for Zach Ertz. Touchdown, Green Bay. Um, but Zach Ertz, yeah, he has three touchdowns right now, so he's tied for third in the league in touchdowns. So Zach Ertz, guys, is he going to continue to be a tight end one moving forward? And if he is, where would you see him? Where would you put him, Hawkinson or Zach Ertz moving forward? 
I'm probably still going Hawkinson until until we see a little bit more of Ertz with Arizona. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll, go, I'll take the power offense. Well, I do wonder how tonight's going to go. Um, it's not going well. With him. Yeah, it's just, for, a lot of running going on. A lot of running. It's not going well for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. So that was our that was our guess who game. Appreciate you for for taking part in that. Um, all right, so we are going to talk about uh, to wrap up the rest of the show. We got our buy sells start of the week in a stream. So Keenan, get us started with uh, who your buy is for this week. Uh, Jerry Judy, um, I believe. Let's see here. Yeah, um, I think this is the, the time to buy um, him. He. He's coming off of IR, and um, I think Jerry Judy is one of the better wide receivers in the league. I know he's that quarterback situation is a little iffy, um, but Court Sutton has put up some great point, great games with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, that Judy was one of his favorite targets there. Um, I know Judy had, I think, week one had a really good game. Um, and then obviously got injured a week later, a couple couple weeks later. But I think this is the time to buy a elite wide receiver at a low price. Eric, come you. What's that? It's a little late there. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk about my buy. It's Calvin really. We talked about him before. I talked about him before as well. Uh, the guy's got eight, eight targets as his lowest. Uh, targets in a game and that was just one other than that he's had 10 or more every game uh he's just not producing the yards and the touchdowns we were hoping for so far um i was talking about matt ryan uh stretching the field and, and throwing the ball deeper uh his a dots increasing heavily so uh we're seeing kyle pitts do it and i i'm only going to hope that calvin Ridley is going to i think matt ryan's finally getting a hold of this uh new offense with arthur smith so bye calvin ridley buy yourself some calvin ridley <laughs> he really does need to get damn uh, Falcon jersey for real. It's uh, like I'm not... it's like a this is like a uh, Falcons. Uh, oh hey, there show. we go. Oh my there god, go. what is that toilet paper? Hey, Just go. don't have the frame yet, guys. Come on. Is. It, this is like a preview uh, Falcon show every week, which should just be called the Falcon Ma- Mafia. You know, I felt bad. Yeah, I do talk about Pitts and Ridley uh, often, but Ridley struggling this year when I talked about him being wide receiver one. Pitts was struggling, and I talked about him breaking records this year. And now he is, so it's tough to not. I, I apologize to the listeners, I but I gotta, you know, take take the kicks when I'm down and take the wins when I'm up. Always take right, the wins. Right. Well, we'll um, Always brag about the probably wins. the most surprising, uh, the surprising, the most surprising one I'm seeing so far. Keenan Allen, a wide receiver, thirty right now. Uh, I was very shocked when I saw this because when you look at his numbers, he's actually very consistent. He just hasn't had a big blow-up game. He's just more in the 12 to 17 kind of point range, um, which is fine. I mean, that that's still very good for your fantasy team. You got a nice consistent piece to go in there, but um, this is somebody who usually always finishes in the top 10, a lot of times even in the top six, five, six or seven Um so I, I'm buying into him. I mean, I think you can flip, you know, flip like a maybe even like a Hollywood Brown for Keenan Allen or I don't know who's up there. Somebody, but just flip anybody. I mean, he's at wide receiver 30 right now. You might be able to get him at a nice discount. Um, and I, I, like I said, I, I think he's going to really turn it around and 
and be a top 10 to 15 guy going forward. Keenan Allen's always reliable. I I do agree. I, I like that buy. <laughs> so, or and, and he has a great name too. Yeah, oh, Allen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'll get us. I'll get us moving with ourselves because um, I kind of contradicted myself here, so it's going to be a little tough. But I, I did forget that I put Debo Samuel as myself. <laughs> so while we talk about Debo Samuel for a second here. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of going back cause I was just talking about him doing really well and being up there, but the points that I did mention where Ayuk's yeah. injured, <laughs> Garoppolo like talk- might switch up. Sounds like you talked yourself into buying him. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna have to skip that for myself. So, um, I don't know why I said I'm going to start it. Let me find a better sell. Cause Here, it's I'll definitely go. not going to be Debo Samuel. I'm selling Antonio Gibson. Um, he's been disappointment. Um, especially the last two weeks, guys. Um, had two easy matchups, the Packers and the Chiefs. Um, I know he was dealing with that sh- that injury, uh, shin injury, I believe it was. But um, he finished RB45, RB33, and that's half PPR in my notes. But um, he hasn't played well. Um, and I think – but running backs will probably get, get you something really good in return. Um, I know everyone's probably trying to find – uh, fill in with all the injuries and, and all the um, struggling running backs out there. But if I have Gibson, I'm trying to trade him, get maybe a top wide receiver or maybe get – would you do Gibson for Pitts? Absolutely not. You wouldn't trade, Gibson? Think, you wouldn't trade Gibson for Pitts? Oh, I, yeah, I don't think the Pitts owner would do that. But um, yeah, probably if, not, if, but, that, if that would happen 100%, yeah. um, I, I really – I think – yeah, sorry, keep going. Yeah, well, no, that's it. I, I think I think it's time to. Antonio, you and I had a discussion. Tough. You you offered you tried to I trade for you tried no you tried way. to trade for Hill um, the other day, and and I and I said no, you know I'm going to keep Hill, and you said I'm just trying to you know make my top of my lineup a lot you know a lot better. Trying, to, I, I we have all this depth at, on the bench, trying to move some depth players, trying to move some depth players to to um, improve the starting lineup, and I think. Gibson, if you're a Gibson owner, I think you got to be worried. Come getting closer to playoff season or playoff time, he hasn't really produced. And if you can maybe get a Damian Harris plus, how about that? You know, maybe if you're a Gibson owner, I think you have to at least think about it. The way Harris has played, and if you can, you know, get another another piece in that, I think you you have to do it almost. Well, he only yeah. has three catches more than once. Sorry, Eric, yeah. but he's got three catches more than once. But he's got. 20 attempts in three games. So, like, that's what's frustrating. You said he's not producing exactly. He's getting yeah. the touches. He's not producing, yeah, and like, that team's not getting any better. Yeah, I guess like I that. disagree with that he's not producing. I mean, he hasn't produced the past two games, but he was hurt. And last game he almost hurt his shin even more. Um, but if you look at the first five games, 12 points, 10 points, 17, 15, 21. But look yeah. at the running back landscape, yeah. guys. He is actually, I believe, he's got to be top ten right now. I think what bothers me though is he's only got two catches in every game, but one, and he's only got over hundred total yards in every game, but in only two games. So like, he's your RB two, no doubt. Hopefully not your RB one in most cases. Uh, but I'm, he's I'm, not. To the I get what you're saying. I'm keeping Antonio Gibson over Kyle Pitts. Don't listen to these two guys. Whoa, whoa! You don't trade a running back. For a rookie tight end, no, you don't do that. But he's he's not. He's he, top, he's uh, it, he's fifteenth right now in fantasy points. 
and PPR. I'm just saying if he continues where he is and he finishes with 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns and you know 80 catches, that's not anywhere near Antonio Gibson. Or that, that's, Antonio Gibson will come nowhere near. Kyle, I mean, Antonio Gibson's way more consistent. But there's Kyle a big Pitts difference. Good games. The difference, I think, in my mind is Antonio Gibson had a great rookie year. We didn't see. There was people that had some hype on him, hopefully, and he did well, and then he did. And now you have a lot of hype going into year two as opposed to Pitts where there was so much hype and we were waiting for Pitts to do this. And now that he's done it, I think we've now kept him here, at least for me. I'm a Pitts – I've been a Pitts believer. I've been a Pitts pusher. This is I was expecting these these games. And now moving forward, you have that expectation where he better keep doing it. All right, Eric, would you know. do would you do Gibson for uh, Damian Harris and Allen Robinson redraft? Yeah, I mean, I like Damian Harris a lot, especially with what he's been doing. Yeah. So I mean, that I think that's a good, but but you're about, getting another really good running back. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're getting a good. Like, I mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying with the running back landscape and how good we're actually seeing the tight ends doing, I'm not trading somebody that can produce potential well, just, high was, end running back two low end RB one numbers. This was just an example. No, I know. Yeah, I know. and I mean, at the end of the season, he'll probably end up doing well because he has four touchdowns total. But yeah, three three games a dud and three all right games. So he's got a bye week coming up uh, after Denver this week for Antonio Gibson, and then he's got Tampa Bay and at Carolina. So. It is a little tougher for Washington. Yeah, Eric, why don't you um, give us your uh, your uh, sell? Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna gonna eat my words, but uh, Leonard Fournette. Um, <laughs> hey, you don't trade a running back with the with the running back. But listen, field, you don't listen, trade a running back. You don't. You don't trade a top fifteen to twenty running back unless you're getting your running back in return. You well, trade Leonard Fournette right now, and in return you can get Antonio Gibson plus, or you can get Joe Mixon. I would trade him for Daryl. You can get maybe get Daryl Henderson plus, or just Daryl Henderson in general. Yeah, um, I, think I would do up. that right now because I, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, whatever anybody thinks, they want Ronald Jones to be involved some way somehow. I don't think um, so anymore. Leonard Fournette has only had two games over twenty carries. He relies on the passing work, and when this uh, when this wide receiving core and tight ends are fully healthy, he may not get what he's getting. And then if you got to think on top of that with his injury history, you know the Bucks are going to want to give Ronald Jones a little bit more work to kind of, you know, they're not going to they're not going to run Leonard Fournette to the ground. They're going to want to keep him healthy for the playoffs, um, so that way he can do what he did in the playoffs last year. Um, I don't know. It just yeah, I'm like I said. I don't, don't trade him for just anything, but see if you can get another running back that might have a, a better go at it going forward. To your comment about uh, the team wanting to have in, to get Ronald Jones involved, I think as long as Tom Brady's there, I think he wants playoff Lenny in the backfield behind him. Yeah, it's it's it, as much as I want to keep thinking Ronald Jones is is going to yeah. keep taking it all. They love Fournette. Brady loves Fournette. I thought Bernard would get a lot more opportunities. He's not, and that's because of Fournette. Uh, yeah, so but at the same time, Bruce Arians was asked about trading Ronald Jones, and he laughed about it. They want well, I mean, him you, there. I mean, you got to laugh. I mean, about they show your cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's uh, not. He's Chase, not somebody that you can you need to. Yeah, I don't. Know. Chase Claypool or Leonard Fournette. That Claypool has struggled. Okay, that's easily yeah. Fournette. I mean, yeah. um, but, but it, oh, no Juju. They're coming off the bye. 
It's, it's really just Deontay Claypool. Well, but if you're worried about Fournette, okay, I see. You. I did. I I'm did saying trade him for get a running, running back. back. I, I, so what about I, Chase? It's a rule of mine. I'm never going to trade a top twelve, actually, top fifteen running back for anything other than another running back. Rules are meant to be broken. I think this might have been Chase Edmonds' first touchdown of the year that he just scored tonight. And because remember, we've been talking about all season that he was, well, yeah, because he was a top twenty running back all season, but he never scored. Yeah, this was his first touchdown. Good for you, Chase. I'm happy you finally got that. Um, so, yeah, Chase Edmonds. Um, sorry, sorry. Myself. It was Debo, but I had to rekindle that. DJ Moore, second in the league in targets, guys. Not not doing well at all due to Sam Darnold. Uh, the Darnold experiment is uh, maybe they're going to continue it from Tepper's comments about not being in the Watson rumors. Um, they did give up a second for Darnold, so maybe they're going to continue that. But uh, he's throwing DJ Moore. It's just those targets are not doing well. I thought he'd be an upgrade. Uh, from Teddy Bridgewater. Um, you know, he's a fantastic wide receiver. He's going to break his career yards, but he has two touchdowns. That's one touchdown. That's not enough. Um, DJ Moore needs to get um, – I can't even say he needs to get more involved because he's getting so much target share. Uh, they just – they need to fix that offense. Uh, CMC needs to come back so that they can hopefully get uh, – I don't know, get everything to bet. I'm sorry, he has three touchdowns. But – um uh, I just really hate the way that they are utilizing him. And with all those targets, you should be producing a lot better. So DJ Moore is going to be a sell for me. It pains me to say, but I think you can get somebody like a DK Metcalf who you're dealing with Russell Wilson being low. Um, I think you could trade him for possibly a Nick Chubb. Um, if you have someone that might be a uh, DJ Moore fan with, with Chubb coming back from his injury, um, Miles Sanders plus would be a good one. I'm a Miles Sanders truther. So you can get a Miles Sanders and uh, maybe Deontay Johnson together. What do you think about that, uh, DJ Moore, guys? I, man, I love. We all love DJ Moore. I, it's. I don't think you can get Chubb for him. He's he's produced the first four games. He did well. Um, that's the problem. Like it's the last three games that's made DJ Moore seem like he's not doing well because. Well, you know, uh, he has, yeah. Oh, Darnold. He's well, played, yeah, well, he yeah, that's really, right. He played really well in the first three games, and then the struggle last couple. Of, I mean, that whole offense struggles since CMC has been out. Um, it's tough to CMC, sell that, yeah. Yeah, once CMC's back, even I mean, um, who, what's his face has played well? Um, running back right now for the Panthers. Yeah, Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, I think He's everyone played. needs to relax on the Panthers, man. I want to relax. I want to, but it's 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 tough. It it really is. Like I, I mean, you're playing offense for him. Every, he's not the only one struggling. I'm telling you that they lost CMC. They did good in the beginning. They're a 500 team. It's not like they're they're just out of it and completely. And it's not like they're the Houston Texans right now. And that's how everybody's acting. And I just don't. No, know. but they're like the Washington Redskins or football team. Yeah, I mean it's it's true. Like McLaurin, like McLaurin's great, but um, you know we were hoping that McLaurin was going to jump into being a a top ten wide receiver this year, and you know it's tough. I mean DJ, DJ, well he's eleventh, so I guess you can't say that. But you know DJ Moore is ninth right now, and it's because of those first four games. And you're if if you're hoping, I guess it's what you said, Eric. If you're a believer in Carolina moving forward, then you're not going to trade DJ Moore, or you should be trading for DJ Moore. If you're worried about Darnold, if you're worried about the Panthers, you need to get rid of him. But you also got to understand why I'm not worried about DJ Moore is part of the reason that offense is struggling is because the only person Darnold can throw to is DJ Moore. I mean, uh, trust me, he's hey, going to get the I, targets. I 
he's the only one that he has. And that's part of the reason why Darnold is struggling so bad and nobody can see that, which I'm not saying Darnold is great or Tom Brady or anything like that, but I think people. Oh man. DJ Moore. What a mistake. Oh boy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You guys see this? No, no. You see the pun? <laughs> Eric, you can keep going. I'm good. You can go. <laughs> uh, let's well, let's move. I think we 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 talked about DJ Moore a lot. I apologize, um, Eric. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, let's let's move to our starts of the week, uh, and then our streams, and then we'll we'll wrap the show up. So uh, I'll get us going with our start of the week. Uh, DeAndre Swift against Philadelphia. Look, we love the talent. Underdrafted the whole the whole nine yards. Uh, you know Jamal Williams, Detroit being bad, all the worries coming about. DeAndre Swift's fantastic. The guy's leading the whole league in yards after catch. Um, he's he's getting so many receptions. Uh, he's running. He's showing what he can do on the ground with his um, amazing running skills over the last few weeks. And obviously, like I just said, through the air when he had his uh, what sixty something yard catch last week. Um, but you know, Jared Goff's leaning on him. Detroit's leaning on him. It's only going to continue moving forward, and they're always going to be playing from behind. So I don't know why you wouldn't love to get a player like DeAndre Swift. And I think this week against Philadelphia, Kenny talked about Jalen Hurts making moves. I talked about Devonta Smith uh, uh, needs to show up. So um, this is a week, another week that I think for DeAndre Smith, DeAndre Swift to have a top five performance. You still have him on mute, Kenan. I think you're unmuted, buddy. You muted him. Not he's he's, he's muted me. <laughs> I like that. I, I Swift, as I was saying while I was on mute, very undervalued and unappreciated fantasy player. Four but, 20, 20 plus point games, man. Yeah. He's killing it. Yeah. My bias is Stephon Diggs. Um, they play the Dolphins. The Bills own the Dolphins every week, every time they play them. Um, they're coming off that horrible um, loss on Monday Night Football to the Titans. Um, I think the Bills are going to come out firing. They're going to put up 40 points. Stephon Diggs is going to be the top five wide receiver this week. Ooh, coming in hot. I like it. Uh, how about a top five running back this week? Daryl Henderson. It's cold. I know. I know. Fire. Um, going up against Houston. This one's pretty obvious. I just I think the Rams are going to go in there and smash them. Um, and I really I don't think they're going to have to do anything crazy in the past game. And I think they're going to. You know, just rely on their run game and and get a win in this one. So, um, plug Daryl Henderson in. There you go. Bring like in it. bring in Daryl. Like okay, I've been waiting for Sony Michelle to do something, and it's been the Daryl yeah, Henderson show are, all season. People, people are dropping uh, Michelle in leagues. Uh, yeah, I mean, a quick aside. It's unless Henderson gets injured, it seems like that's that's what needs to be. But Michelle will do well and perform well if that's the case. Uh, so for me, I have. Uh, my oh, wait, no, we I already did my bias. Oh, now we're moving <laughs> the streams, then right? Because we got DeAndre Swift, Daryl Henderson for the start of the week. So, streams, uh, I'll continue us. Uh, LaVisca Chanel, look, guys, uh, Seattle is the six worth passing six, they give up the six most, yard, most yards through the air. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has had a uh, 90 rating. Uh, or higher for his quarterback rating uh, the last three weeks. That's the highest or tied for the most by rookie quarterback in uh, since 1970. So he's obviously playing well the last three weeks. The offense is getting together. They're coming off their bye week. Uh, LaVisca Chanel had 10 targets in week uh, six, which was the most since week one. So I think he needs to get a touchdown now because he hasn't got one all season. Um, and in against Seattle, it's uh, time to do that. So 
Lavisca Chanel for me is my stream. His ownership is dropping heavily from that bye week. Did you see that catch? Uh, just now, yeah. I don't think he was done now. Um, what happened? My, uh, uh, I don't know who that is. I think it's a tight end. But um, my uh, mm-hmm. stream is uh, Ricky Seals uh, Jones. Um, he's played well. Well, uh, Logan Thomas has been out. Until Logan Thomas comes back, I think this um, you got you got to think about at least uh, rostering this guy. Um, if you if you're struggling at the tight end position, he's getting the targets. He's gotten 13 targets the last uh, two games. He's got a touchdown in both both games. That in those in those two games, um, that's who I'm streaming this week. If I need a tight end, and I will hop in here to close this out. And it's Boston Scott going up against Detroit. Um, not super excited about it, but the waiver wire is pretty bleak. So, I mean, like we saw last week, which blows all of our minds, they don't give Miles Sanders any work and then he gets hurt and they give Boston Scott nine carries. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if if you need a running back, um, he's going to get work. I don't know how, you know, we're not going to know how much for sure. Um, depending on what they do with their backfield there, but. He's going to get some work for sure and, and potentially find the end zone. So throw him in. There we go. All right. LaVisca Chenault, Ricky Seals, Jones, Boston Scott for your streams of the week. Uh, and like, like we said, that's going to wrap the show up. Uh, had a lot of, a lot of information going on today. Uh, like we said, talked about the streams some buys, some sells, uh, had our fun guess who game Marquine seemed to be cheating. Um, but yeah, a lot of good stuff today. Make sure to, uh, <laughs> make sure to tweet uh add us if you have any questions some start sit ones especially uh trade questions love to hear them all the time uh at antonio denisi ff you can find keenan at keen underscore 716 you can find eric at biggie f underscore ff uh you can find the pod at dynasty mafia underscore ff and uh you can find us uh also on youtube youtube.com slash dynasty mafia podcast i'm struggling today guys man I got you know what it is? It's my throat. I've had this like this ball stuck in my throat and it's just causing a lot of slurs. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, you had a but, ball stuck in your throat? Uh oh yeah, that was not going too well. Man. Yeah. Well, we're just gonna end it on, on, on that note, I think. <laughs> Dynasty Mafia Podcast.network for the website, guys. Uh check us out on YouTube. We're a lot of fun. Make sure to subscribe, hit the bell, tell your friends. Thanks so much again for listening, guys. And uh Happy halfway weeks. And again, lead those leagues that have any uh, week 18 championships. So happy Halloween. Happy. Ha- oh, happy Halloween. Are you dressing up? Are you going to the Bills game? Oh, you're not going to the Bills game, but no. Uh, yeah. Me, me and the kids are got- uh, superheroes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're going to be superheroes. Eric, what about you guys? Yeah. You and your dogs. Anything good? You guys going to be a guy dogs? that has dogs. Be so guys. dogs. They're going to be guys. He's gonna dress his dogs up as a cat, as cats, and he's gonna. I want to be a dog owner for Halloween. It's gonna be cool. You guys giving out full size candy bars? Um, no. My buddy you never Alex do. Nikolaus. You got to give them like five bite sized ones instead oh, of. Come on. My buddy Alex Nikolaus says he wants to be the talk of the neighborhood. He just moved into a new house. He says he's buying king king size candy bars. He won't be the only one. Yeah. You got to give like three king size to them. We have like four trick or treaters. It's nobody goes trick or treating anymore. It's sad. It's very sad. We are uh we're old. Toy story, toy story. Oh, uh, we're definitely old. We're definitely old. But yeah, and no, we'll be Toy Story with uh my wife and the kids. I'll be Woody and she's gonna be uh Jesse. Yep. So 
We'll see. Hold a kiss. We'll make sure to get that. Uh, my daughter is going to be the alien, and my son is uh, Rex. You guys take me. Lo- loving dinosaurs. Yeah, that'll be. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, everybody, be safe. Happy Halloween. Happy Week Eight. Get the wins. Uh, Mafia out.